Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. focused on saving and accumulating wealth, but you don't want to forget an important part of the equation. How do you get money out of those accounts? What are the taxes it can trigger when you start withdrawing money? It's important that you understand the rules when it comes to taking money out of your retirement accounts and potential changes in the law if you want to leave any of that money for your kids or grandkids. That's all a big part of our discussion today here on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And Pat, I know we want to get into some talk about RMDs, withdrawals from our retirement accounts, all those things. But I got to say, I got to start, we found kind of a fun article here a sealed copy of <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Uh, the original 1985 game sold Pat for two million bucks. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was in the original packaging. It sold, and also a copy of Super Mario 64 sold for over uh, 1.5 million. We're seeing this trend of collectibles like vintage video games surging since the start of the pandemic. Man, I'm guessing if you played that game, you don't still have it in the original packaging. You probably <laughs> wore that thing out, didn't you? We definitely did. And I, I was a, I was a child of Atari and Nintendo, yes. and I, I have very fond memories of Mario Brothers. In fact, I, I remember a summer where a friend of mine, basically, I feel like we spent the entire summer, you know, we'd spend the mornings outside running around and playing, and then it was so hot in the yes. you know early afternoon, we'd just play Super Mario Brothers all afternoon long. Perfect. That's a perfect way to kill those days until school's back, right? I mean, that's what we had to do. That's right. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, back to school time is here. Um, It's been, you know, it's changed for all of us, right? Uh, For us, we have Gabby. And so we we did uh, private school for kindergarten last year because of COVID. And um, so she is now in first grade in the public school. And so that that is two big changes. Her class size went from five to 23. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And it's full days where it was half day before. So she's in a huge change in her life. And then Isla is now in the same kindergarten class that Gabby was in last year. So she's going from four days of three hours to five days, uh, half days. So uh, lots of change in the Struby house. But uh, hopefully um, they are rolling with those those changes very well. I'm sure you've got different stages yeah. with your kids as well. Well, I hope I hope Gabby adapts well to that full day of school. I remember my daughter, my daughter Kristen, uh, when she first started having full day school, she would go take a nap under the tree at recess because <laughs> she was so exhausted from being there all day. So uh, if anything, maybe your girls will start to learn the value of naps as they are deprived <laughs> of them. Which well, is- the funny thing about this, Gabby asked me for a story from when I was in first grade and the only one I could remember was I vividly remember after lunch and after recess, we had quote unquote nap time and they had these little mats and we had to lay there and I was this little ball of energy and I just wanted to do stuff and I was furious with my teacher. She said, no, no, you need a nap. And, you know, as a child, I didn't realize it was really the the teacher that needed needed us to take a nap, nap, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's uh, that's part of how it goes. We all just wish for those days when we could (laughs) we could have those those naps again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Such a time of transition for your girls. And uh, 
yeah, when we start talking about back to school, that is a time of transition for everybody. And I think that is a perfect way to start talking about retirement, Pat, because that is a time of transition where we go from saving for retirement to taking money out of our retirement savings. Mm. And um, you know, before we get into that, because I know I know we want to talk about some wit, some things to think about when it comes to taking money from those retirement accounts. Congress is actually considering a couple of bills, Pat, to raise the limits on catch-up contributions. I thought that was interesting. Talk a little bit about how that works, how catch-up contributions work, and who can actually take advantage of those. Yeah, so generally speaking, anyone who's interested in the details can, you know, Google and, and find out, you know, some of these things. But really talking big picture, you know, there are limits to what you can put into IRAs. There's limits to what you can put into 401ks. Uh, and they're pretty substantial limits. Um, you know, not the majority of people aren't hitting those. But then once you hit age 50, um, those limits uh, go substantially higher. Uh, so, for example, uh, right now with 401ks, uh, it's normally maxed out at 19500 And then when you hit 50, it's 26000 mm-hmm. So it's a huge, huge increase, which I think is a good thing to do. So, yeah, they're talking about continuing to escalate that, especially as people get closer and closer to retirement, like around age 62, allowing them to add another $10,000 into the account. So it's really interesting seeing that this is kind of in the thought process of Congress, that this is an important thing to be looking at. Right. And and so if, if they're thinking about giving people more opportunities to boost their savings after age 50, Pat, what does that tell you about our overall preparedness for retirement as a country? Well, it's not good, <laughs> clearly. So, uh, yeah, so no, you know, I love to tease on the politicians because I just, you know, I have a difficult time trusting them to work sure. on things that are for our benefit. But I will say this is an important item because it's human nature to procrastinate, right? So most people, uh, most of us spend, you know, the early part of our adult lives, we're not thinking about retirement because it's so far into the future. We're thinking about how do we pay our bills? That's kind of the first step in, is of survival. And then if you get married and have kids, now you're trying to figure out how do you how do you do things with the kids? And then, and then you start thinking, oh, goodness, now I've got college. And, you know, are they going to go to college? Am I going to pay part of that? And for most people, when they start thinking about retirement seriously, it's like all of a sudden when the kids are out of the house, and it's empty nest. And now you're thinking, well, what's next? And it's like, oh, it's retirement. Okay. Oh, I better start saving more. And so so that's where these catch-up provisions are a big deal. So I will say, I think it is a good thing that they're thinking about this. I will also say, though, poke a little more fun at the politicians. They are spending money so recklessly, and they are just making our debt go like crazy that um, as a devil's advocate, I would say they need to allow people to save more because tax rates are going to have to go up even higher. So when we're taking that money out in retirement, we're just going to be paying more taxes. So it just allows us to dump a bunch more money in there and then for them to tax it again (laughs) when it comes back out. So I think these are really important things to think about. And and this all kind of ties together, Jen, into how do you know that you've saved enough or that you're on track for retirement? How do you know what the rules are of how to contribute? And then how do you know what's the right way to take it out? And how do you try to avoid all those crazy taxes in retirement? There's so many layers to all of this. If you have questions about any of those, you know, any of that number of questions I just listed, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer you a five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. And this is the first step towards building a custom-built retirement plan. Once again, all you have to do is call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. So, Pat, let's talk about how we get money out of those accounts, because how and when you take money from various accounts in retirement can impact your taxes in different ways. When it comes to taking money out of those retirement accounts, if we don't have a strategy, that's when we get walloped with taxes. Mm. So how do we avoid making a misstep here? Well, I think most people aren't giving us a lot of thought before retirement, Jen, and I don't see a ton of people making massive mistakes. Where I see the difference is they're not being thoughtful about how to plan it uh, for the future. And the reason we think that's so important is when you think of those five areas of retirement that we talk about all the time, the two that fit so cohesively together are your income plan and your tax plan, Uh, because your income is going to be taxed based on how your money is coming into you. And the the crazy thing that most people uh, think that have never thought of before is for most of our lives, 
we don't really have a whole lot of control over our taxes. You know, we want to earn as much as money we can at our job, and that's going to be taxed, and that's okay. It's better than making less money, right? Yeah, or, or not, uh, right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but then in retirement, it's totally different. And why is that? Well, maybe you're taking some of your money from Social Security. Maybe you're one of those lucky people that still has a pension. But then now you're you're dealing with your savings. Well, maybe you've got some in a brokerage account, maybe some in an IRA. What about a Roth IRA? All of those things are taxed totally differently. And you don't have to know all the, you know, how to dot the I's and cross the T's and all those, but there's tremendous planning opportunities in making the most of those choices. And that's, that's where we help our clients really fine tune those plans to try and help them take out as much as possible without giving any more than necessary to Uncle Sam. And when we talk about these required minimum distributions, taking money from those accounts, Forbes says RMDs can actually trigger the highest penalty in the tax code if you don't follow the rules. And you do not want these steep penalties and potentially higher taxes swiping away at your savings, leaving you with just a fraction of the money that you were counting on for your retirement. Yeah, Jen. In fact, required minimum distributions or RMDs is one of the topics we get the most questions about because it's something that really is complicated and it doesn't hit until you're in your 70s. And if you make a mistake with your required minimum distributions from your IRA or other retirement accounts, the penalty for not taking the full amount of your RMD is 50%, 50% of the amount that you should have taken in addition to the income taxes on the distribution. You also need to understand the timing of your RMDs because they could push you into a higher income tax bracket. They could trigger higher taxes on Social Security benefits, and it could cause a higher Medicare premium surtax. Now, imagine how fast your savings could shrink if you rack up steep penalties along with taking regular withdrawals and paying taxes. Now, if you saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE, and we can help you create a retirement income plan that includes a strategy for taking distributions from your accounts to help ensure your retirement savings lasts as long as you need it to last. There's no cost, and there's absolutely no obligation, but this is only for listeners of today's show. That number is 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, all you have to do to get started is just call now at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat just gave you the number. If you would prefer to hear the numbers as you're punching those into your phone, that's 803-973-8473. But as he said, the easiest way to remember that is 803-9-RETIRE. Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby continues in just a moment. Stay with us. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind, or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an advisor. Advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert your name here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs. Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From Office Insurance Services, Glenbeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the books, 
save your retirement and the retirement secret. And Pat, wouldn't it be nice if when you were younger, you could know some of the things that you know now? I mean, how many times <laughs> have we all wished that or wished our mm. kids would listen to us when we're saying to them, "Amen." I wish you understood this. And there was, there's actually a post about that on LinkedIn that got a ton of responses from people uh, sharing words of wisdom that they wish they would have known back at age 20. It was about advice to your younger self. I mean, so so Pat, think about this. And this could be financial or otherwise, but is there any advice you would give to your 20-year-old self? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. How, I know. How much time how much time do we have here? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I I, I think that um, I had a pretty good head on my shoulders as a young adult and I didn't have, you know, a crazy rebellious stage or anything like that. So um, it's not that I have all these horrible regrets or anything, but my goodness, you do gain wisdom through experience, don't yeah, you? And, sure. um, you know, the, the, the most wonderful thing is to learn from other people's mistakes mm -hmm. instead of your own. And, uh, I to to actually answer the question. I think I would, um, I would get, actually get serious here. And, and for me, it would be just to, if I could impart on myself, just to trust God in the mm -hmm. process, you know, because we all worry about so many things in life. And I think the older I get, the more I realize, you know, just put it in his hands and uh, it saves a lot of grief. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. That is such good advice. And, and I think to just slow down. That's what I always tell yes. my daughter. Just slow down. These things will happen in time. You don't yes. have to rush it. So, yeah. Oh, that, that was good advice, though, for sure, Pat. I really I, I think I think a lot of us have so many thoughts that we wish we would have listened to when we were younger <laughs> and. You know, also when you were 20, whether you knew it or not, you were already laying the groundwork toward where you are today and your financial success later in life. And I know we spend most of our time on this show talking about the stages of retirement. And a lot of times we focus on the financial things that happen in retirement. But a lot of financial planners point out that there are actually five stages of your financial life going back even further than than just approaching retirement. And and so I, I do want to spend some time examining that today, starting with your early career years, which I know we don't do a lot of on this show. But, you know, Pat, for some of your clients, they probably have kids or grandkids who are in this first stage. So for those people who are maybe the people we usually talk to, but they want to help that next generation find solid financial footing, those 20-somethings, what, what advice would you have for them? Yeah, this is, I think, so interesting to me, Jen, because we've chosen to focus on people within five or 10 years of retirement right. and then into retirement. So we don't you know, typically work on a day-to-day -day basis with someone who's in their 20s, for example. Uh, but it is a passion of ours that people just have this financial understanding. And, and one of the things that frustrates me so much, Jen, is that teachers work so hard in imparting education on children, but the curriculum typically has very little about real life in it, you know? So, uh, I mean, you know, I went through high school and I took financial classes and I basically knew nothing about financial planning by the time I graduated. <laughs> right. So imagine, you know, if I'd never, and then I had four years at Purdue University, which was an awesome school, and I still didn't know a whole lot. Even then, I don't feel like that I used. And so imagine someone majoring in English or something that has nothing to do with finance. And I just remember back when I came out of school and you know, you just, you have to just stumble into everything. If you're trying to buy your first house, how does that work? Yeah. And then now you have to have homeowner's insurance and now I have a car and now I have car insurance and you're learning some of that before then maybe. So I think if we could have that just real world understanding and then just remember how important those things are, little things like, you know, having a credit history and making it positive, it's going to affect so much about when you're trying to get loans and things like that, trying to stay out of debt. I mean, the credit card companies, you know, they are, they're after you right away, right? <laughs> they don't wait long. Right. And so they're trying to help, uh, trying to trying to get your business. And that can be very dangerous if you don't understand the dangers of debt. Uh, living within your means, buying things yeah. when you have money to actually afford it. And then, you know, the kind of the, the basics of, okay, thinking about what are your goals down the road? Do you want to have a bigger house or you know, do you, if you're planning on having kids, you know, putting them through college or how do you want to retire? Thinking about those things. And then finally, that's, I always like the offense and defense. So that's the offense. And then the defense is, okay, do you need different types of insurance like disability insurance or life insurance to protect you and your loved ones? And I think all of those things are just, you know, there's a lot there. And that's just kind of a, 
just scratching the surface really on just the basics of it. And we just, we want to make sure everyone has an opportunity to get good information like that. Right. So after you start those early career phase years, then you get into the second phase, which is that family and career building years. That's when things are starting to get a little bit more complicated. Talk about some of the big financial steps that start to happen here. And again, you know, just things for for your clients. These are things their kids or grandkids might be going through as we talk about the family and career building years. Yeah, I think it's really just kind of expanding on what what I was just getting into, right? You're you're really trying to understand, you know, let's say maybe at this point you have children and uh, you're married and have kids. And so now you're thinking, okay, I I want to, on the um, growth side, uh, do you want to help pay for college? Um, But you also still have to be thinking about your retirement after that as well. You can't wait. You know, it's going to be hard if you wait until after they're out of college. And then how do you protect your family? Do you need life insurance? Do you have the right kind of health insurance, disability insurance, basic things like a will, having legal documents in place? And so this is just where you're really starting to build all those things out. And it's a it's a good example of just what we do, you know, with our older clients as well, Jen, is we're reviewing all those things. You know, the number of times someone laughs when we ask them if they have a will and they say, yeah, it was right after our first child was born. And I say, that's what everyone else says too. So that's okay. <laughs> we may need to update that. So all of those things are part of doing a retirement review with a with a comprehensive planner. And we think there's just so many people have told us there's tremendous value in just going through the process. So we would always encourage our listeners, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that review at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to just take that first step is call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. And as we talk today with Pat about the the different stages of financial life, and just because it's interesting to go back and look at what got us to where we are now, right? For people who are getting close to retirement, they went through these stages. Maybe their kids or grandkids are going through these early career years and, and then getting into those kind of career building years, family building years. Pat, for people who are in those stages do you work with people who are in those first two stages of their financial life? Yeah, we've always talked to Jen about, you know, different types of people in financial professionals. And one of the ways to separate them is we'd like to say there's generally like an accumulation planner, which is someone for someone in their 20s, 30s and 40s. And then there's more of a income and preservation planner, which is what we do. So that's really been my focus my whole career. What's really fun about, you know, building the business out now is we actually have four advisors and one of them is um, in his 20s and he actually is interested in that. So we've actually created a planning process for younger people. And the reason we did that, Jen, is exactly what you said, which is we have clients that have kids or grandkids and they were saying, can you please help them? And we really didn't feel like we had that expertise. And so now we do have a, a planner that is part of that life stage himself. And uh, he's able to help people that are interested in that. So that's been a really cool development yeah. that we've had. Yeah, no, that that is such a great point. But I mean, is it ever too early, though, to start thinking about retirement? Even, even if maybe we're not working with somebody like you, is it ever too early to start thinking about that? I guess, you know, if you're in the womb, it's probably a little oh, well, early, don't you think? You know, not there. <laughs> All right. Um, no, I think that I would say, I, w- I guess I wouldn't even phrase it that way. I would say, is it ever too early to start thinking about getting your finances in order or, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about your financial goals? You know, uh, a meeting with a stockbroker might be like, hey, where's some cool ways I can make some money? That's not what we do. What we do is, hey, what's important to you? What are you trying to accomplish? And even if you're right out of high school or college, you can have that conversation, right? You can Mm -hmm. think about, well, I'm I'm worried about my car loan. I'm worried about how I'll ever be able to buy a house or if, you know, if you have kids already, you know, do I want to help with their college? And then, so it's kind of like, we always say short-term, medium-term, long-term and Mm -hmm. kind of thinking in those terms. And for most of us, long-term is, yeah, I probably don't want to have to work until the last moment of my life, you know, so there's something like retirement. Uh, We use that term. We just kind of throw it out there. You know, I I think for most people, it's more of a idea of just a financial independence, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, some of our clients do still like to work some, uh, but we just think the number of times, Jen, I don't know if it's thousands of times now over my 24 years, but the number of times to have that conversation with anyone in any stage of life and talking about what are you trying to accomplish and what are you, what are you concerned about? What are you worried about? Uh, what are the areas you're not sure if you're there? I've never had anyone regret going through that process because sure. everyone always says, wow, this really helps me. And if you're married, what's really cool about it is that's a hard conversation to have together. But if you have that third person to help you kind of talk through it, it really can be mm-hmm. you know, just, a, just a really valuable experience. So that's the reason I would encourage our listeners 
if you haven't gone through a process like that recently, or if, or if you did, it was you know a long time ago, or it wasn't very fruitful, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation for our listeners today. All you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, talking today about the different stages of your financial life. And, and you have to think about that, how your financial life plays out in stages. It's probably not a surprise that what's right for your money now probably won't be the case in 10 or 20 years. Just just think about all the things that happen in a decade or two, and it's really no surprise that different things need to be happening with our money given what's going on with our life 10 mm. to 20 years from now. So we've broken this down today. There are five main stages to your financial life. We already covered those early years when you're first starting out your career, and then as things get a little bit more complicated, maybe your career is advancing and maybe more people, you have more people in your life to be taken care of. Mm. Um, the third stage is your pre-retirement years. And Pat, this is an exciting time because by this time, your pre-retirement years, the house is hopefully paid off. The kids are finally and hopefully off of your payroll. Um, oh, <laughs> my gosh, right? <laughs> and you're in your peak earning years. So a lot of really positive things are potentially happening here. But this is also the time when you cannot afford to screw it up and to ruin it with the wrong financial moves. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, Jen, one of my favorite authors that I, I love to read, his name is William Bernstein. He was actually a doctor uh, a surgeon for many years, and then uh, he was a pilot in his spare time, and now he's become um, an investment and retirement uh, author. So he's oh, wow. uh, quite a diverse background. Um, but he uh, he actually talks about this, and he actually it's an interesting perspective. He actually believes the tri the trickiest and riskiest part of the entire phases of your you know your investing and planning life is this transition. And he talks about because of the fact that in your first couple stages. You're just trying to set a foundation and then just get something going, right? You're just trying to, you know, if you're if you if you're putting anything in your 401k at your first job, you're ahead of most people. So, right. so that's awesome. Well, we also know, which you know, uh, stealing your thunder from from uh, a few minutes from now. But once you're retired, you do need to focus on creating income and preservation. Mm -hmm. But how do you make that transition? Those are totally different things, right? You know, if you're investing in your yeah. 20s, you might be very aggressive. And he actually has an expression that he uses that I love. Uh, he talks about what you're doing with your nest egg is you're trying to win a game by having enough assets to retire on. And he makes the point that sometimes people win the game, they have enough to retire on, but they keep playing. Oh. And so, <laughs> so you away. might, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like someone at the blackjack table and they keep going, they keep going. And well, what happens if you have enough to retire, but you just keep all your money invested in the market and then the market crashes. And now you maybe you did have enough and now you don't now. So um, that's a little bit of a tangent, but I think that that's one example of one of the things you've got to be careful about is that's one of the biggest reasons people come in to see us, Jen, and one of the biggest reasons people hire us is how do I make that transition and start preparing myself for retirement? Uh, but that's just one piece. That's just the nest egg. What do you do with that? Mm -hmm. uh, as you mentioned, maybe your home is paid off as you're getting close to retirement. That's a great time to be thinking about that. A lot of our clients come to us and they still have some debt and they're kind of making a plan to have things paid off by retirement. You don't have to do that, but that's a, that's a great plan for, for many people. Uh, we think 
think most people are not thinking about tax planning, and that's an amazing, a tremendous opportunity to do that because you're not retired yet. You still have time to kind of get things in place. And then um, finally, the amount you're saving, that's something we can help you look at. And then, of course, what are your plans for health care and retirement? So that, right. it's a great, great time to be doing a lot of planning in those areas. So when is a good time to get a financial checkup so we can make sure we're on the right track for retirement and all these things that you were just talking about? Well, Jen, I'm a financial planner, so I would always say the right time is right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) But, you know, people hire us a week before they retire. They hire us 10 years before they retire. A lot of that is personality driven. I will say uh, it's very rare for someone to come in and say, well, it seems like I'm a little early. It's much more common for someone to come in and say, oh, I wish I would have come in three or five or seven years ago. Um, And it's one of those things, too. Of course, we want you to come in when the time is right for you. But also remember, there's things you may not be thinking about. The tax planning is one that I'm thinking of that's very common. We have a lot of clients. We've brought some tremendous resources. David McKnight, the best-selling author we've had on the show here together, Jen, uh, we've brought him in to speak to our clients. And one of the comments that gets made is, my goodness, I wish I would have known this Mm -hmm. earlier. So if you are five or 10 years from retirement, it might be a tremendous opportunity to really take advantage of some of those things that someone who's already retired, it's just hard to build that planning in at this point. Right. So talk a little bit about this transition from saving for retirement to generating income in retirement, because again, that's really the big thing that's happening here. When we talk about these different financial stages, we're, we're going from saving and shifting gears to using that savings. Yeah, there's two really, really important points here, Jen, that I want to make sure we talk about. The first one, we talked about winning the game. Uh, if you've won the game, why on earth do you want to keep playing and risk losing again? Um, and what I'm talking about there is going from a more growth-oriented portfolio. And of course, you know, over the years, we've had a lot of really good years in the stock market. Um, so maybe now is a good time to lock in and take some of those chips off the table. And of course, that doesn't mean you have to stick it in a bank account that's not making anything. There's other things that you can be invested in and not just be in stocks or cash. So it's important to know that. So there's this transition of how much risk are you taking? And the reason that's very important, Jen, is when the researchers are looking at risk for retirement, uh, one of the most fascinating things I've seen is they've, they've built a chart that shows when uh, when your nest egg is at the most risk, and it just looks like a mountain. So, and the reason for that is, of course, when you're 22 years old and you've saved your first dollar in your 401k, if the market crashes, it doesn't really matter, right? Because you've got a dollar in your 401k. So, it's a very low risk early in your life. And then when you are on your deathbed and you're about to pass away, the risk is very low because you don't have time to worry about creating income. But the biggest risk is right in the middle there. And guess when that is? Right when you retire. So, the five years before and the five years after, it's critical to make sure you're not making any foolish decisions. So that's the first one that I would say on the financial end. The other thing that I think you kind of alluded to, Jen, is this transition from saving to generating income. This is a mental uh, shift as well, because sometimes your assets are structured in a way where we may need to actually dip into those a little bit to help generate your income. And that's okay. That's part of your plan. But some people just get addicted to seeing the balances grow, you know, because <laughs> you've got, you're, right. you're investing the money and you're, you're putting money in and you're seeing this thing increase and increase. But you have to remember that your, most people's goal isn't just to have the biggest number on the paper. Most people's goal is to actually have, you know, a lifestyle that they love in retirement. So I think both of those things are really, really important. Uh, of course, we spend much of our time on the actual nuts and bolts of you know financial planning but on the other end too we want to make sure people are enjoying their lives in retirement and that's all part of you know when we build a custom built retirement plan for someone all of those things are on the table we're helping them with those and you know we just think there's tremendous value in building out a plan like that and that's why we offer a five-step retirement review which is the first step to building your own plan Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer this review at absolutely no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists going over the different stages of your financial life. And the last two, and we did have to spend a lot of time talking about that pre-retirement stage because that's a big one. That's where all these transitions are happening. The last two stages of your financial life happen during retirement. So in your early retirement years, you're probably wanting to do all those big bucket list items and and Mm. really enjoy your time. So how do you create a spending strategy so you can enjoy those early years of retirement without worrying that you are blowing through your savings too quickly? 
I love this question, Jen. Because, and the reason is when I started in January 1997, there was so little education or research done on actually how to retire successfully because there just it hadn't happened enough. Most of the generations before just lived off of Social Security and pensions, and they weren't living off their nest egg. And so what happened was there wasn't enough research. And then when the 2000 crash happened and 2008 crash happened, it really devastated some people's nest eggs, uh, especially people that had already retired and people had to go back to work. I mean, this was life-changing stuff. And what the pendulum kind of swung in our, in our industry to the other direction, which was let's start you off on a real low income, up front and then we'll increase it for inflation. Well, that doesn't always make sense either, right? Like you said, you might want to you might have some big things you want to do and and most people would say, "Well, I want to do stuff when I'm younger and healthier," right? So, uh, we need to talk about how you want to build that. That's why we love having a custom-built approach. We can do it exactly the way you want it. One of the examples we love to talk about that a lot of our clients like is um, the stages of retirement being the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. So the go-go years are the bucket list. That's when you're young and you're healthy. And at some point, you do most of the things you really want to do that are expensive. And so you start to slow down. And then at some point, we all have the no-go years. Mm-hmm. Or as, as someone told me, Jen, they're the I won't go years. Yeah, which don't, is... don't want to do it. Don't want to go. <laughs> That's right. It's not worth the hassle. <laughs> Maybe you like to fly and travel in places and then you just reach a point and say, I don't want to deal with TSA anymore. And that's okay. So <laughs> so how do we build that? Well, that's where we have to be thoughtful about when you need that extra money. So maybe you need extra travel money or extra money for hobbies or family or whatever early in your life. That's very hard to do when you're using Google as your, your retirement planner or working with a broker or something like that. But with a retirement planning team, we can build that in so it's custom built just for you. When do we need to start thinking about things like our estate plan and our legacy goals? Uh, I know, you know, that that's really end of life type stuff, but but when do we need to start thinking about that? Well, you know, I think of this, Jen, most of our clients um, aren't focusing all their time and effort on, you know, I want to leave this huge pile of money to my family or church or charity or something like that. It's kind of like a nice to have, you know, at the end of life. Most people are thinking, you know, I've tried to support my family for most of my life now. I want this to be something I can enjoy in retirement, you know. So, uh, but, so I would, I would point out, you know, most people, because we don't know how long anyone's going to live, uh, we have to be prepared for a long retirement. So most people will have something left over, thankfully, which is, which is a great thing to have. So we want to be thoughtful about that. How can we leave that to the family or church or charity that you want? How can we leave as much as possible without you know harming you? How can we leave more and have less go to taxes? Those are all good things. The other thing that I always point out here, Jen, is keep in mind this is making sure you're protected. So maybe it's not you pass away, maybe you're incapacitated. So we want to make sure that things can still happen that protect you. And then if you're married, we want to make sure your spouse is protected too. Because a lot of things can happen if one spouse passes away. Your social security benefits change, your tax brackets change, um, your investments in, in your accounts have to change. So there's a lot going on there. It's already one of the most stressful times of your life if you lose a spouse. So we talk about that as being part of your estate plan as well. How do we make sure if you're married that your spouse is protected. And that's just, you know, as we've talked about these five stages, it's really important to think about how different each of those is. And especially in those last three stages, that's where we really focus our practice on helping people build a custom built retirement plan that makes sure they're protected and that what their values are covered in all of those areas. So if you don't have a plan that's built just for you, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. All you have to do is call us at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. I wanted to discuss what's called a Medicare Advantage Medical Savings Account, or MSA. You may be familiar with plans called health savings accounts or HSAs at work. MSAs are similar but have some interesting differences. With an MSA, instead of contributing to the MSA, the insurance company puts money into your account. For example, one plan has a $5,000 deductible, but the insurance company puts $2,000 into the account at the beginning of each year. These plans will have aspects which are like supplemental plans. You can go to any provider that accepts Medicare in the United States, You don't have any network of providers. And you need to purchase a separate prescription plan as they don't cover prescriptions. But like Advantage plans, they have a zero-cost premium, and the insurance company handles all the claim payments, not Medicare. So if you're familiar with HSA plans, 
These plans will function in the same fashion. The difference is the insurance company is contributing monies into your account instead of you. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And Pat, there are some words of wisdom that stand the test of time. So we have some timeless advice for all of you to keep in mind for your retirement. Pat, I did a little research here. I'm going to give you some different quotes from different figures throughout history And I want you to talk about what they have to do with retirement planning or making financial decisions. Um, So hopefully you're you're good with that. I will tell you (laughs) most. I think these are all pretty pretty easy to tie into money. I'll try not to make it too hard for you. So okay. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the first one here it's a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, and this is an interesting one. He says, "The desire of gold is not for gold." It's for the means of freedom and benefit. I thought that was a great one. What, what does that mm. tell you about how we should think about our money when it comes to our retirement? Well, Jen, I, I think that this one is really powerful. And I think it's kind of, I mean, this is, you did not start off with a light one here, okay? <laughs> so, uh, and the reason I'm thinking about this is this is something that every single one of us is probably good to have in front of us. And what I mean by that is even as someone who does this for a living, I can get caught up in, you know, thinking about what's the best investment or what's the best return or something like that. And uh, what's very powerful about this quote is that the success of your financial plan or the success of your investments is not about accumulating the biggest pile of money or getting the best rate of return on your money. And yet that's what we all talk about, right? That's what the media talks about. That's what magazines, you know, the news, everything is about, you know, this hot fund or Mm -hmm. this is the rate of return of the Dow Jones, right? All these things over and over and over again, these things that are in front of our face. But yet that's not actually what success is about. Success with our money is about accomplishing our goals. Right. And no one has the goal of, I want to have the biggest pile of money when I die, right? <laughs> no one really thinks that. Yeah, and, yeah. and yet we become obsessed over that. Or we think about, well, the stock market made 10% last year. I only made 5%. I need to change everything. My plan is a mess, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's not the case because for most of us, money is not about being rich. It's about having some kind of security and comfort and freedom. And the way we get that is by having uh, money to live off of in retirement, to be able to do the things that we want to do and you know, that's kind of the positive side, Jen. On the negative side, you know, the things that we all fear, these are the things that people have told us dozens and dozens of times. I don't want to have to eat cat food. I don't want to have to apply to be a greeter at Walmart when I'm 88 years old because I don't have any money anymore. These are real life things that we think about. And that's what's important. It's not about, you know, what the Dow Jones did yesterday. And so I think that this quote about the desire of gold is not for gold. It means freedom and benefit. I think that's what that's about. And what a powerful reminder. And hopefully when you hire a financial planner, that's that's something we can help you with is helping you keep your eyes on your goals and, and that will help you obviously accomplish them. Right. And, and, you know, I think you can take it even further into that whole idea of recognizing what is a tool and what is something that's actually of value. We look at all these financial tools and you think about something like an annuity, people don't want an annuity because they want an annuity. It's what it does for them. If that's the thing that they need to get income, it's about that. It's not, I want an annuity just because I want an annuity or this fund or that fund or this account or that account, right? It's about what it means for you when you have it. That's a really great point, Jen, because the tools are the very specific thing, and that's what the media talks about. That's what Mm -hmm. they put in front of us, because it's what people are selling, right? Someone's selling an annuity. Someone's selling a mutual fund. Someone's selling a managed money portfolio. 
And so that's what goes into our mind. But in fact, that's actually the last piece. And where you start is you start with planning and you just start with goals and objectives. And then actually after that is not even the tools. After that's the strategies. Okay, well, so we know you want to make sure you don't die broke. Okay, so the strategies now is we're going to build a plan for your income. And once we have an idea of where that's going to come from, now we start digging into the tools. So we often, as human beings, and we do this in other areas of our life, right? We get things completely backwards. <laughs> and so I think that that's a, that's a wonderful, uh, it's, a, it's a perfect example that, that you've used there, Jen, is people don't buy a tool, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a physical tool in our house. We don't actually buy the tool because we want the tool. We want what it's going to give us. Right, right. And it's the exact same way with whatever planning we're doing with finance. And just keeping that big picture piece in mind uh, hopefully can be uh, quite valuable. Right. And, and you said just a, a minute ago about how sometimes we're looking at these things backwards. Speaking of looking at things backwards, that kind of takes me into our next one of these words of wisdom. This one is Thomas Jefferson. Never spend your money before you've earned it. <laughs> because how mm. often is that a problem? Now, you know, these are things that we all try to teach our kids. And it's pretty easy when you're talking about here's a small amount of cash, here's your allowance, and here's teaching you to look at a toy that you can afford it gets a little bit more complicated in the world of adulting that we're all in. <laughs> Talk about how important it is, though, to not lose sight of that basic lesson. Live within your means before and in retirement. Well, and Thomas Jefferson clearly um, does not know what we know as Americans now, which is to, we, you should spend like crazy and not worry about what you make, right? Right, <laughs> so. right. And what our federal <laughs> debt is and all of That's it. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Gosh. Yeah. Well, and one of my first mentors uh, had a saying. He said, you know, there's two types of people in the world, people that pay interest and those that earn interest. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting. Uh, And that's very oversimplified, of course. You know, we were fortunate enough to buy a building for the company, and we have a loan on the building. But that has afforded us the opportunity to, you know, we think that that could be a great investment for us over a lifetime. And uh, we don't feel like we're over-borrowing. So there are certainly ways that we can borrow. It doesn't mean you're a bad person or, you know, foolish with your money. But uh, certainly, you know, having a mortgage on your home is very different than, going crazy with a credit card mm-hmm. and not being able to pay it off, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something that a lot of our clients know that, um, you know, we all go through phases in our lives. Uh, many of us, when we're younger and we're learning these things, are trying to figure that out and maybe have some debt issues. Um, certainly by the time someone is in their 50s or 60s uh, is usually when someone's hiring us. And a lot of times they've already, you know, figured that stuff out. But sometimes that's part of our process is, help, you know, if they do still have some debt, helping them kind of figure out priorities, uh, how to resolve that. But And then certainly to your point, Jen, we have to know what our means are in mm-hmm. retirement so you can enjoy it. And not be worried about stressing about your debt, you know, throughout your retirement, once you having enjoyment in retirement, not financial worry. Right, right. And let me just take a quick second to give the phone number as we talk a little bit about some of these concepts of understanding what's going on with the budget, putting together the plan, making sure that your income will last. That is all a part of what Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists can help you with. So just real quickly, let me give that phone number, 803-9-RETIRE is the way you can reach them if you haven't really thought a whole lot about what exactly is going on with your budget. What tools are you using to make sure your income will last? And do you know the money will last as long as you need it to last? Again, 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803 803- nine retire we are in our timeless advice segment here on the show today going through some words of wisdom from figures throughout our history and applying them to the things we talk about all the time on this show the next one is from confucius when prosperity comes do not use all of it i really like that one it's another Mm. one on prudent financial decisions And I think it relates to having a strategy for spending your money so you don't use it all too quickly because it'll feel pretty prosperous when you can get into those retirement accounts for the first time. No doubt, Jen. And and I can't help but think of, you know, one of my jobs at the house is um, I read Bible stories to the girls before (laughs) bedtime. And um, you know how they try and do a good job of, you know, making them age appropriate, right? So so if they're picking out the best 100 stories of the Bible, so Joseph from the Old Testament is always in there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we were kind of recycling through that the last couple of years. I can't help think of Joseph, you know, when he became kind of the Pharaoh's right-hand man. And there were these seven years of abundance, and he was having them store so much of the food because, you know, God had told him in a dream there'd be seven years of famine. And, uh, I mean, that's, 
I mean, of course, it's not exactly that necessarily, but we, we all know. I mean, that's, that's real life. We all have uh, highs and lows in our lives. As a country, we have economic cycles and, you know, better times and worse times. We've mm-hmm. all, you know, once you reach a certain age, you know those things. And if anyone says, well, whatever's happening now is going to continue indefinitely, that means they have no idea. <laughs> They've never understood <laughs> history. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's something we absolutely all must remember. And for most of our clients, they're very often very conservative and they, want to, they don't want to take a lot of risk in retirement. So we're making conservative estimates. And then when we do have more prosperity than the assumptions that we have, then we always say, what a wonderful thing to have to decide and say, okay, we've got more in here than we, than we had ever anticipated. What do we want to do with that? And do we want to save it for a rainy day? Do you want to maybe take an extra trip or, you know, those are wonderful adjustments to make as opposed to adjustments on the downside. Mm-hmm. We don't want to ever have to come back and say, okay, we have to cut your income. If we can right. make sure we never have to do that and the only adjustments are because of prosperity, then that's a wonderful thing. Right, right. But always thinking ahead and recognizing that there could be tougher times ahead and being ready for that. It's a good lesson for all of us at any stage in life, not just not just retirement. And I have one more. I saved the best one for last. Uh, this one is Teddy Roosevelt's. If you could kick the person in the pants responsible for most of your trouble, you wouldn't sit for a month. <laughs> <laughs> this one just made me laugh and because I'm sure you've seen this. How often do we get in our own way and we're the one that's giving us all the problems when it comes to making wise decisions with our money? <laughs> uh, so, Jen, I had never heard this quote before. And I love it, might, it. It might be my new favorite quote of all time. It's, <laughs> it's, it really is amazing, especially because I didn't see exactly where it was going as I was, as I was kind of mm-hmm. hearing it, you know. So, right. yeah, I think that that is – we all know, obviously, that no one has been perfect with their money. And sometimes people tell me, you know, I was embarrassed to come in and, and talk to a financial planner. And, and I always just urge anyone that – there is no person that's perfect with their money. I've been a financial planner my entire adult life. I have not been perfect with my money. So I certainly don't judge anyone else for the decisions they've made. And, you know, there's no value in, you know, judging or, you know, condemning someone for something they've done in the past. What we want to do is we want to look at the future and help you there. Uh, but, you know, uh, Benjamin Graham is kind of a investing icon. Uh, and he was one of the people that, that Warren Buffett learned the most from, for example. And he actually said that was a quote of his, that the investor's biggest enemy is always themselves. And I just think this is one of one of our philosophies, Jen, which is investing is hard and finances are hard. And we believe there's tremendous value in hiring a planner. But we also understand that the human mind and heart is not built to have all your money in the stock market and have these wild swings where it can go way up and way down and things of that nature. And so we believe that uh, we want to try and smooth that ride because if ultimately your goal is to retire, enjoy your life, never run out of money, and then also not have to stress about money all the time, then smoothing out that ride could be of, of huge value. It could be priceless even. And so that's part of the preservation specialist philosophy is helping you create an income plan so you know where your income's coming from and having an investment plan that's not going to try to go for the home run every single time. We want to just make sure it's as steady as absolutely possible and helping lead you towards your goals. So if you don't feel like you have an income plan, an investment plan with that focus, give us a call right now at 803 803- nine retire those are part of our five-step retirement review which is at absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement call now to get started at 803-9 retire you've been listening to save your retirement with pat struby thanks so much for joining us today make sure you remember that number 803-9 retire and be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from pat we'll talk to you then Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.